Hideo Kojima has been a standard bearer for the very best that the gaming medium has to offer and has inspired many into creating a mature art form. That guy, like, he's, he's such a genius, and uh, I'm just doing whatever he says, you know, and he's like, we're going to make people cry. And I'm like, for a video game? And he's like, yep. What the cause Kojima is uh, the master, he's a Kasparov of, of, uh, of video games. And then he goes, he goes, and I go, playing me? And he goes, no, they'll be you. It's not, obviously, it's not story-driven in the sense that we go from A to Z, like we do in the film. It is out of time, out of space. It is in the moment. So I think the opportunity of, of doing things we've never done before could be very interesting. Keys to gaming in many ways, uh, what Cameron or Spielberg are to filmmaking. His absolute passion for perfection and his narrative ambition and scope. There is nothing in his stories that he does not love and feel strongly about. You can see strands of action, strands of manga, anime, tokusatsu, epics and existential philosophy. He believes, as I do, that we must cherish this medium not only for the entertainment possibilities, but for its artistic ones. We both believe that these things, these strands of pop culture, are actually keys to the mythology of our century. He proves that an altruistic boy's ambition can sing loud and clear above the din of sameness, and that an individual with conviction and faith can manage anything through hard work. It is my great pleasure to introduce a creator, an innovator, and an awesome dude. Ladies and gentlemen, Hideo Kojima! Hello, everyone. I'm back. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Death Stranding Podcast. It's episode 64 already guys and it's 47 days till we get our dirty hands on the game um i'm danny uh standing in from albert who's still on vacation and uh yeah this is the podcast that's trending podcast for those who are new to this podcast and this is the first episode we listen to first of all i'm sorry second of all Destiny Podcast aims to showcase Kojima's work as an intricate and nuanced intersection of diverse subjects from film to TV, philosophy, manga, science, history, technology, art, poetry, and more. Um, and explore the ways in which all these have collectively served to make his games all the more universal, enduring, and quintessentially human. I always have a hard time saying this, but let me introduce our guests today we have a huge panel we have one two three four guests uh and myself um i'll introduce you to them starting with anna welcome back hello everyone i'm back <laughs> how's your week been it's been good pretty right. good good mine too i had my birthday yesterday so been a great week um and then we have ashler um who i forgot last time to mention because i didn't know actually it was his first time on the on the podcast so i'm sorry ashler i'm really sorry but please introduce yourself and um tell us uh, what albert does every time there's a new host he he asks him uh or her, how he first um, came into contact with, with Kojima's work, uh, whether it's Death Stranding or the older Metal Gear games. So please do. 
Hey guys, uh, for me with Hideo Kojima, when I was younger, I was at a Toys R Us, and there was a demo uh, of it on a little like console in a corner, and I spent hours playing that when I found it, and it was just blown away. It was just that opening little stage, like mm. the below and above. From the, which game? Metal Gear Solid. Oh, the first one, okay. Fine. Very, cool. very first uh, 3D one. And then from there... Uh, we ran to the guys, asked them, like, you know, how, how can we get this? We pre-ordered it. My brother had to do it because I just recently bought the PlayStation had no money. So mm. we got, like, a T-shirt with it, and he was kind enough to let me actually play play it first. So because I was just, like, being mm. all crazy and... Are games as expensive where you come from? Uh, yeah, I don't know. For a kid, yeah. And by the Especially way, where back are you from? then, uh, I'm from uh, what is it? Uh, America. Okay. Arizona. Good. So. Okay. 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 Cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Because I know in basic. Brazil, for example, for Anna, games are super expensive. I've known for a yeah. long time. It's right now. It's really. Right now it's really expensive because um, Brazilian hell is four times uh, mm -hmm. the price you pay. For example, in in America, so mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, imagine paying like um, twenty uh, two hundred forty for your PlayStation game. Mm. Yes, yeah. absurd. That, that's absurd. my reality yeah. right now. Because yeah. <laughs> they, right. they run like sixty to fifty right now, and then where do they run where you're at? Like eighty. <laughs> well, it's 70 euros in, in Europe, so yeah, we're pretty close. And in Brazil, I think it's wow. like more than a hundred. Yeah, <laughs> more than a hundred dollars. A brand new PlayStation game or a brand new um, uh, Xbox game is usually uh, 250, so it's mm. really expensive. And. It's like mm. compared to, to the minimal minimal wage in Brazil, it's like uh, a quarter. So it's like really expensive, and uh, having a console in Brazil is like a really uh, privileged state. But anyway, no, is it is it the I same price nice, but... digitally? <laughs> I'm sorry? Uh, is it the same price digitally? Like play, get, buying it through probably. the PlayStation store? Oh, okay. That has to be there because All right. even the country's regulations go there. Yeah. And by the way, just on cue, we introduce our next guest, which is Divesh. Hello, Divesh. Hi. Welcome back. Yeah. Hi. So uh, before I proceed further, uh, first of all, uh, very belated happy birthday to you, Danny. And uh, oh, thank you. And hi, <laughs> yeah, hi, no worries. And uh, greetings from my side to all of the guests like Navid, uh, like Danny, obviously, yeah, Ashler, and Anna. Nice, thank you, thank you very much. How has oh, your week you. been? Uh, my week has been a lot busy because uh, I'm running my own company that, uh, like, since uh, like a couple of years, so it's been the starting of the company and it requires a lot of time and yeah it's pure grinding and yeah the wow. week was well yeah, congratulations was on that 
It takes okay. And before proceeding it. further, yeah, thanks. Before proceeding further, uh, I would just like to state this thing because English is not my native language, so only oh, this is mine. Like bear with <laughs> bear with me. So and I'll try my best to not screw up. Right. Thanks. It's all right. It's all right. It's a second language for me too. So and and you guys noticed uh, that many uh, times probably. I think it's this part. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the only odd man out here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's the grammar Nazi of the group tonight. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And we go ahead and introduce Navate, which is our latest last guest for tonight. Welcome, Navate. <laughs> yeah. <All> right. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Yes. Oh, it was. <laughs> I, I can tell. Yeah. I can tell you, it was intense. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Problem. Where beer was the common factor. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's trending shot of the week. Yeah. Right. It's great to have you back. Um always full of insight and great things we we there are great things every time you're in an episode. So, um guys Today, I'd like to talk about the um, half an hour uh, gameplay we saw in the in Sam's private room um, we had from mm -hmm. Tokyo Game Show. Since last time, we covered pretty much all of the um, gameplay from the first 45, 49 minutes video. Um, even though we didn't have the English translation back then, we analyzed the mechanics we saw. So maybe we'll get back to that um, another time with uh, the insights we got since the English translation by IGN and other websites happened. Uh, but I, I thought it would be a bit redundant to speak about the same uh, piece of um, piece of gameplay twice in a row. So yeah, we'll just move to the, um, to the private room. Don't worry, listeners, we still hear you. We still got all your feedbacks. And yeah, so... Um, if you guys have the uh, video, preferably muted before you, we'll we'll just start with that yeah. and uh, and yeah. Actually, before we go on, um, I'd like to shout out to Albert. As always, um, he's in. Uh, he was in. What was he in the, in the Netherlands? Right, like last time we heard of him. Yeah. God yeah. knows where he, he went to Gorilla Games. Yeah, yeah, he met Herman Holst, and that's uh, wow, that yeah. must have been something. <laughs> uh, yeah, as always, we miss you, Albert. We miss you a lot. We want you back. Please be back. <laughs> <laughs> we miss your soothing voice, your good manners, and all the things we don't have. <laughs> um, no, seriously. And also, since we're shouting out to Albert, I wanted to shout out to one of the one of our listeners, Phil MC10, uh, which wrote on the um, 
uh, to, to us a direct message privately on the Instagram page. And he said, um, hey guys, I just wanted to give a shout out to all of you creating this podcast. I've been, I've been a Kojima fanatic for over 20 years and I'm blown away by the love you show him. I only stumbled upon the show last week and I'm listening to about three hours a day in work. So won't be long before I'm up to date. Keep it going and more than anything, enjoy the game when it drops. We all know it'll be worth the wait. Love from Ireland, Phil. Well, thank you, Phil from Ireland. Um, I'm not Albert, but yeah, shout out to you. Um, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for bearing with us. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we, we, we really, it's, it's really a joy when you know you're working on something and you know people appreciate that. So thank you very much for that. Exactly. That, that was really, really sweet. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> very much appreciated. Really, yeah. And I didn't know we had listeners from Ireland. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I love Ireland. Um, anyway, so, we got half an hour to analyze, guys. Um, so, we start with uh, already in this... Uh, safe room, which is something that reminded me a lot of the and I know a lot of people said that but it really reminded me of the mother base in the in the Phantom Pain mm -hmm. um, yeah. the ability yeah. to customize it and to make it look the way you want and to have your own, to visit your friends um, and see how they set it up it's, it's really something cool and um and yeah, a place to chill while still being in the game without being mm -hmm. threatened by uh, mysterious beings. Mysterious. Yeah, what do you guys think about that? I'll start with Anna. Well, I thought it was a really cool mechanic. I, I can see myself spending a lot of time in that room. Uh, and since I haven't played any... Um, games for Kojima before, this is very mm. fresh to me, so oh, I yeah. think Everything it's awesome. Everything will be new and interesting for you, even more than it will be for us, because yes, you're new to the Kojima world, so trying to... I mean, the nice thing about Kojima games is that there is, there is really a difference in watching them and playing them, and this is what I really like about that. Um, and you'll enjoy it too, you'll see. <laughs> I'll wait. All right, um, Ashler, what did you think of the room in, in general terms? Uh, it was very cool. I'm excited to harass and mess around with Sam. <laughs> or Norman in, in this case is what it yeah. sounds like. <laughs> really cool. Um, Divesh? Yeah, so actually, um, I have just started, uh, like, on the second screen on my Switch, I'm just starting the video, and I'm going through it in a brief, and yeah, the best part about it, that it's so much meta, it has so much elements that connects you with the real world, like, as in, uh, you are playing with normal readers more than the Sam in this particular, you know, room, and mm -hmm. there are many, there are many things, because as he also mentioned that, just, uh, like, behind his bed, there is a shelf, where you can collect the toys or like collectibles as a general term if i would like to say and yeah so every inch and corner of the room consists of so many things that can be interacted with which is some sort of new element that has not been done at this level before in my opinion mm -hmm. so yeah it is really great yeah really cool navid what do you think yeah. about that 
Yeah, exactly what these guys said too, right? It's it's the, the level of customization is just insane, and it's just you know you sit back, relax, and enjoy. Mm. Uh, you know, time out from the the deadly world outside. Of, if you if you have to say it, but I'm loving every aspect of it, from the figurines to the weapons locker to all the fun and all the you know quirks that are very relatable to Kojima. You know, and uh, yeah, it's it, it has Kojima madness written all over it, which is amazing. Yeah, and by the way, this uh, might be an indicator, in my opinion, that maybe this is the only safe room. I mean. Um, we speculated on this podcast many times that we might be able to visit the bridge's uh, headquarters, stuff right, like that. Right, right. Maybe we won't. Maybe this will be our safe room and that's it. For the rest of the game, we'll be threatened. That is not the case, I think. So. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I think Kojima mentioned it, that there are many safe rooms. Not all the bridges centers will be having them, but yes, most of the bridges, uh, you know, headquarters will be comprising of rooms like this and i'm pretty much sure that there will be many much more to see in the complete uh, mm. you know the vicinity of the uh, like headquarters it's just one of the many surfaces that he showed to us which was mm-hmm. this particular room yeah um actually i was just watching the ign translation so um not all just like um Navish said that one not all control centers will have it but you will be able to create safe houses and other yeah. sounds mm. will be able to create uh safe houses too so i think um we'll be able to create new stuff and we'll be able to actually um see other people's room and mm. so on and so forth Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. guys think yeah. there'll be more than one that we can create? Or do we have to, like, decommission and move it around the map? Or do we have to use other people's... Um, I think I think it will be one of the two things. Um, either you will customize your room and you'll see it everywhere there's supposed to be a safe room. The same, yeah. the same exact room, mm-hmm. uh-huh. or um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe you can create more than one. Um, but yeah, I mean, customizing all those rooms must be. I I don't know. I th- I think it will be just one room, and wherever you go, you'll find the room exactly as you left it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think the other. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, it seems like that we can mess with other people's rooms though too. So it, maybe we have a choice to yeah. go into our room or someone else's when it is. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't think you can modify other people's rooms. You can visit them. We can use them, but I don't think you can customize yeah. them. Yeah. You no. can get but stuff we from can there. You can them. rest there. Mm. You we can, can also um, destroy them. You know. Yeah. 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 I heard about that, and I mm-hmm. and I wonder. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what the impact will be for the player. I mean. It sounded like it didn't impact the player. It was just something fun to do mm. for the other mm-hmm. player. It'll be in our world. I guess it'll be in our world and not in their world that that, that particular room's person's room will be changed. As like it's it will be like that if I destroy your room in my world, so that room will be destroyed only in my world and not yes. in the other yeah. Sam's worlds. So yeah. Well that I hope the they case. tell me who the heck destroyed my room. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be cool no, to Watch a video or like a recording of of people doing stuff here. 
modify what you want to see in your world so if there's a bridge or if there's a facility that mm. you don't want to see in your game you can simply just mm. remove it from your game it'll mm. stay there for other people mm-hmm. but you can remove it from your game. i mean mm. have you ever guys played um grand theft auto online oh yeah 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 i've uh, seen i think i think it will work kind of like those apartments that you could buy and mm-hmm. you could okay, uh, yeah. in some way customize absolutely yes 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 and, and you and can enter someone else's room uh, mm-hmm. which would be their room even though it was in the same place as your room mm-hmm. um, yeah mm-hmm. so uh, more kind of invitations kind of a thing a little bit maybe probably like how that works like I, I don't know how you... else you'd do it and yeah I mean, I, I'm ready to be blown away and surprised by the way he thought of doing this, but I don't know. These are these are the ways I, I can think of as of now. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think the basic would be that. You got that right, at least. You know, the basic stuff would be, as you mentioned, you know, kind of really similar to GDA 5. But it'll mm-hmm. be nice to see to diff- go to different player safe houses and see how they've customized it and yeah, yeah. All these guys have going on I'd like to games, share so. one thing uh, if you guys allow me uh, yeah, so sure. uh, at, like last year Kojima because uh, pretty much like you guys also will be following him on the Twitter and social media stuff so I also uh, likely uh, follow him so there was one book that he was sort of uh, like endorsing that book was some of uh, like photographers uh, debuted book in which it uh, consist, like consisted of the various rooms of different people belonging to different countries and different cultures right so mm. one can also go through the archive and can see that he was very much endorsing that particular book he was he also has uh, that book's uh, picture in his instagram so uh, there he was emphasizing that how many people from different part of the world and different belonging to different cultures have their rooms uh, like you know designed as per their own cultures that they have been brought up so that mm. is what he might be connected towards what he has implemented in this particular and what he has showed us till now well kojima sure leads reads a lot so he's got a lot of inputs Influences, all the time yeah. and he's a very crea- creative person um mm. we saw yeah. yako saying on twitter that he gets like 10 different ideas every day so (laughs) absolutely yes (laughs) i i mean uh, i'm sure he will surprise us somehow even i mean he will surprise us and we're every day uh, getting informations about that stranding we're searching Mm -hmm. for clues and stuff and he will absolutely yes (laughs) imagine how blown away will be someone who gets to play the game and has no idea what this game is and who could you <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I when I first saw the 50 49 minutes of gameplay, I didn't, you know, thought of it to be ha- having this much of depth in the, you know, the mechanics, the balancing, the stamina, yeah. they like there are approximately 10 to 12 character stats Sam will be having, right? And you know, uh, since I belong from a technical background, making this particular project in a 3 year span and giving this project such so many depths not in, only in terms of mechanics, but on the terms of the stats. I mean, this is literally 
a case of case study that one can take as to how to implement uh, you know the projects that software companies and even the games industry does this is very mind blowing thing that mm-hmm. i found absolutely mm-hmm. yeah um yeah so uh let's go ahead with the scene um before it gets too late um um yeah we start by just with kojima and um uh, i forgot the name of the developer who's playing the the demo but he was um was yoshike by... i guess yeah yoshike oh yoshike yeah yeah yoshike um he was just moving the camera and looking around showing us glimpses of the room and the reaction the reactions sam has when you zoom in in different areas of his body uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah okay. i mean that alone was something that made uh, it's a stupid mechanic if you think about that it's pretty easy <laughs> to do but it's, it's something mm-hmm. that's very kachina <laughs> though yeah, yeah it's but... like a combination of pt and yeah. the helicopter yeah. from phantom pain yeah right right uh, right i mean it's yeah uh, something like that but it's i mean it's it's a very easy to do thing i mean it's not mm-hmm. too difficult to program probably absolutely, not absolutely. But, I, but i guess it's quite easy no, you're and, right uh, yeah it's, uh, it's, but a it's one of those things eggs. That, yeah i mean it's one of those things that make the character feel real um mm-hmm. totally i mean the the the, the most uh, immersion breaking thing in the yeah. PS1 games when i was young was that um if you stood still the character would not move at all it mm-hmm. would stand still like a, a statue absolutely yeah. absolutely <laughs> and this is like uh, not just making him move making him do something but giving him almost life i mean it looks alive mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah. what's your take on and, this um anna uh, one one of the first things I I realized is that probably these these scenes were the 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 best uh, the best times while they they were in the virtual capture room like they were having fun messing around mm. it must have been really really fun yeah. and uh, mm. <laughs> i can imagine like um barman doing the, those crazy stuff and improvising and oh. kojima just standing there looking at him uh mm-hmm. seeing his reactions um i think it's awesome it's really really fun and you're um i mean we kind of expected something like this but you're new to Kojima so you were probably having the strongest reaction among us all watching mm-hmm. this yeah and uh, I, i don't know uh i started um i mean watching you, you expect something like this probably no i didn't and um <laughs> <laughs> but it it was really 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 fun um of course uh, there are things that i'm like okay kojima is making a game that you, you can actually pee and poop so um those things kind of strike me still um but that's a good feeling it's not in a bad way i think um we shouldn't take um the this kind of thing too serious and i think that that's trending mm, itself is already a very serious game so mm-hmm. 
having those little moments of just relaxing and having fun and and laughing and uh, just you know messing around is really awesome and uh, I know that uh, we have a lot of fun there so yeah yeah, I mean, and, and let's remember in 47 days we'll be playing this thing, guys. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Um, that's so actually, close. What's your take on it? Did, did Anna have something else to say? No, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I, I think it's amazing. It definitely has a lot of connections to his old games, just like times 100, like with the focus on it. Uh, some of like the looking at uh, Sam is very similar to like some of the Easter egg stuff that uh, you could do in Metal Gear, where you yeah. look at characters and they react to you in specific mm -hmm. ways. And yeah, just each little thing has like little quirks and stuff in it, which is like really cool. It's cool also seeing like the end of a cycle. There's definitely a beginning and end kind of a vibe mm -hmm. to stuff where it's like, okay, he's done now. Now I can move on, so which is helpful, very helpful when you're playing a video game. So you don't mm. like try to listen to a codec over and over and over again or whatever, trying to get mm. new information. Oh, it's repeated. Okay, mm -hmm. we're done here. But mm -hmm. yeah, very interesting. So cool, Devesh. What do you think? Yeah. So actually, as Anna was saying, so um, like Kojima tweeted this out that this game, like after the gameplay sessions, that this game is. A very dark, a very lonely, and a very you know, uh, dystopian world sort of dystopian sort of game, and it's a dark game. So that is why these sort of humor elements that he basically showed us the second day for 34 minutes, these are necessary to keep you in your you know in your head because uh, knowing by the fact that how Kojima like you know uh, writes his stories and the characters, this game will be so much you know immersive in when you go deep dive into it in the very darkest of the moments so moments like these and elements like these will be sort of uh, you know refreshing and coming to the second point um, so as Danny you mentioned that these things would obviously be very stupid mechanics and not very you know rocket science things to do but it's why this this is the only guy in the industry that comes up with the with these sort of ideas at least for the first time because he generally thinks out of the box the thing that we know or call as a term as the you know the out of the box thinking pattern so this guy yeah. is like 99% of the time is the guy who comes up first with these sort of ideas so yeah this, this shows that you do need not to go with the rocket science level of thinking to always you know you shock your audience or betray your audience so that is why what I have to say but yeah I'm pretty much amazed by it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. let's hear from Navid yeah, well, actually, you know, what Anna said, this is something, since she is new to Kojima's world, and it just kind of kind of upsets me in a way to see people's reaction to mm. what he has shown, where a newcomer to Kojima's world understands exactly what he's trying to do. This is the fun part of the game. Don't take this too seriously. Yeah. He, yeah. This is the place where you go and relax. The whole This is where you take your mind off from the dark world, as uh, Devay said, right? So this is not to be taken seriously. This is not what, you know, this is a small part of that game. There is going to be a lot of shit. And he gave, <laughs> he gave a slight glimpse of it uh, midway through this gameplay where right. BB scared the shit out of me. 
and uh, yeah so you know this is not to be taken seriously and uh, absolutely this is how it is and one of the first things that i noticed and he also talked about when the video started was the very first thing i noticed about the whole video was the color change of the wrist um what do you call it the handcuffs mm, this time mm. around it was a golden one for some reason oh yeah i saw that too i was just watching yeah. And I His handcuff is golden, and Kojima says that he. This is the period uh, right after the um, battle with Catcher, the first Catcher, the weakest yes. Catcher, and uh, he's covered covered in tar, but he can also be covered completely in blood. Yeah. So Phantom yes, Pain vibes. Y- yes, exactly, <laughs> and I think it depends on who you fought. I guess if you're fighting the terrorists, or of course you're going to be covered in blood. <laughs> Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. As long as you're not covered in pee, you're fine. But, but no, I mean, absolutely loving it. I love the fact that he's actually wearing the dream catcher as a necklace. Mm. Yeah. I'm yeah. That's something I didn't see happen before. And uh, yeah, the general vibe of it, like at the very start, you can say it's very meta. As Dewey said, you, for the first time, you're, you're still controlling Sam, but it's not Sam, it's Norman, and it's a very different kind of control. It's not you who, like, he's not going to be walking when you press the analog sticks. Mm, absolutely. He's going to be walking when you ask him to go there. Yeah. It's a very different kind of control. It's, it's yeah. yeah, and I like that. It's like so, we are in the director's seat, and he is the one who is performing as per our demands. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, so far, like, as we have only started with the video, but, yeah, that was my first impression. Of well, it. there are, there are some, some, some bits and pieces I'd like to, to analyze mm-hmm. with you guys, because, uh, again, we don't have all the time in the world, and we're, like, many guests to, tonight, mm-hmm. which is good, mm-hmm. which is great, but we have to mm-hmm. go through a, a bit more uh, yeah. analytically. I mean, um, the next thing I'd like to talk with you guys about is when he goes to the toilet, we see him pee and these vials that fill up with what seems to be blood. Um, mm. And um, yeah, it must be something. I, I thought that was something about Norman, like uh, about Sam as a character who's like kind of special in a way, mm-hmm. so that his blood has dooms, like he said mm-hmm. in previous trailers. And that's why, and that's why, in the briefing scene, we see um, we see Emily ask, telling him that they need him. I mean, they can't ask anyone; <clears throat> they can't ask uh, just everyone to do what they ask him to mm. do, because he has something special in a way. Um, mm-hmm. And that's something that Kojima mentioned as well. So, uh, what do you guys think about it? Uh, go ahead, Anna. Um, yeah, Sam is obviously uh, very special. Um, he he's a, at the same time um, someone who is not very important, but he has some abilities that make him uh, truly special. So um, I think that um, I, I 
don't know. I think that's going to be interesting to see uh, hmm. how Sam will balance those two things. You know, he wants to be no one. He doesn't want to be involved in, in politics, in uh, saving the world, probably. And even yeah, He's so, got his reasons for that, probably. We, yeah. we don't know yet, but uh, yeah, he... He just uh, went, said goodbye to everyone at Bridges at one point, when when Bridget died, probably, and there has there has to be something that happened between him and them. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Um, yeah, but now he's he's kind of facing uh, and probably is very conflicted um, with being no one and want, wanting to be lonely and at the same time having uh, some some special powers or some special um, char- characteristics about him. Mm. So. Uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see this, and I I I think that the most interesting thing about this is that um, we see that the Sam is special, not not because people are telling us that he's special. We will actually see in his blood, we actually see in his body why he's so special. And I think mm-hmm. that's uh, an interesting twist because um, one one of the greatest uh, advices for writers or directors is usually to show, do not tell. And I think Kojima really nailed this part mm-hmm. in Sam. Mm-hmm. All right, um, Ashler, what do you think about this? Uh, yeah, when I first saw the, the the color difference on it, it was like, is it being treated or something like that, disinfected? Because I know, like, you know, sometimes toilets will, will turn, like, the water blue and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. the red and blue also goes with just the artistic motif, though, too, where they divide the, the, the red and blue line. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, is with him kind of being a biological weapon, it's very interesting to me where his yeah. body fluids are, you know, something to attack stuff. And it's like, mm-hmm. technically it could be anything beyond, beyond this. It, it could be uh, his saliva. It could also be um, mm-hmm. what we've seen in there is eggs and semen. So uh, mm-hmm. that stuff could actually mm-hmm. uh, be put into weapons or like... I think you guys said it on the other podcast, you know, used for, uh, you know, cloning or just creating life in general. So, yeah, it's very interesting. All right. Mm -hmm. Devesh, what do you think? Yeah, so actually uh, my take on this is that this game is, uh, so, so if we talk about Sam being special or having some special powers, I do feel like that this is not some sort of fan- fantasy world or just out of the blues magic that is happening on. I have a theory behind it. So, um, Kojima is taking real world sciences like for approximately 70% in the game and then rest mm-hmm. 30% he's molding it so that to suit the game's world. So as an example, the reason why Sam's blood and Sam's other body fluids are being taken as an, you know, as a weapon against the gazers, the BTs and the catchers, reason being, he mentioned that uh, the catcher was or the BTs are comprised of antimatter, right? And so mm-hmm. our body fluids act as a matter. 
so you can also destroy these sort of things if you get eaten by them but then that will cause a void out you do not want to go for that thing so that is why uh the bridges is sort of treating sam's fluid because he is the person who is going on the journey so he they are treating his fluids as because as sam is a matter our body fluids being humans our body fluids are also matter right so mm. there's a there's also a very proof theory in the like quantum physics because i'm belonging from the scientific part uh, of the domain so uh, when matter and antimatter you know combine they there's a very huge energy unstable energy explosion that takes place and it destroys everything around its vicinity <laughs> so mm. i think he's he's not just doing for the sake of getting into fantasy world but it he's taking some sort of scientific things and i I'm, i'm pretty much sure that this would this may be the reason or the reason in the game would be very much close to what i'm saying because this is what i take from it that his fluids will as an as an act as a matter and then that matter will you know react with the antimatters of the bts and the catcher and they will cause it get it to harm <laughs> yeah All right. Table, cool. Man. Um let's see one second from Ashler. He wants to say something about this, I think. Well, I I actually just have a question uh that on the topic you're talking about. Do you think that uh his dooms is making it any different though? Cuz it sounds like if it's ant- anti-matter versus matter then anyone would be special. Matter, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that so, that is what, you know, yeah. So mm-hmm. is everyone different then and he's normal and that's what makes him special? I, I think, think he's the only one who can return yeah. back, right, from the dead. So that that's just yeah. his edge. It's just just him being able to yes uh, come back from the point. Mm-hmm. There'll be some other theories as well, I guess. So that's interesting, though. Back. That's that's so funny because if Ashler, like as I was listening to the Vesh talk, I would have like if I showed you the conversation we had, me and Ashler, it was basically exactly what he said. Mm. about the antimatter and matter and how like mm-hmm. we had this conversation on the private chat too so it's it's funny that he actually got right there and we me and Ashra both actually got to the point where like okay but then again everything is matter so how does that make sense absolutely yes. so yeah there's, there's yeah, many so questions we yeah. did arrive at that uh, you know kind of uh, conundrum theory too where anti the void out is basically caused by the collision of antimatter and matter so mm-hmm. yeah that's interesting it's it's funny that he also came up with that yeah it's probably one of the ways the whole chiral thing works because mm-hmm. uh, i mean we saw our um the bridges uh, kind of take uh, make use of the of the of the chirality that mm-hmm. there is probably in the air to to create uh, a network and use it to make connections and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So they they kind of they've been in this situation for 10 years if the uh, Hartman trailer is to be believed. Uh, yeah. Probably. And um and they they managed to find a way to make use of what the world has become. And that's mm-hmm. really interesting. Um and that's also why they use a cupid with uh, all those black holes for me. Yeah. and stuff like that to to create connections you know that that's really interesting yeah um everything is scientific in this game yeah sorry yeah it's all right yeah you're mm-hmm. right yeah. i mean totally um nevay did you want to add anything to the um 
yeah, the well, toilet scenes and stuff. <laughs> no, no, uh, what I want to say is like it's for the first time, and it's not the skills of a protagonist of the game that matter. It's what he's made up of that matters. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. the Sam himself is not a military man. He's no snake. He doesn't and, have any uh, special abilities, right? The only things he has is ropes and his body fluids. It's it's he knows for a fact. <laughs> And there's something that Bridges knows and remembers that Sam doesn't. And they're oh. hiding it from him because oh. Sam, there's That's definitely, yeah, because, you know, you remember um, Emily say, you don't remember who I am. I'm not sure who he, she says that to, but for instance, if we believe mm. it's, it's to Sam, then Sam kind of doesn't really remember what exactly made him special right why is his uh, mm. blood and his uh, body secretions and everything so so special and uh, yeah why they're only using him because if it could be anyone else the only one thing that we know about sam for sure is that he's the only person who can go to the world of the dead and come back mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. the only and person why, that we know of yes and <laughs> and now what why is that so why is this i think that's what we're gonna find out throughout the whole story yeah well, maybe because he know, was yeah sorry uh, yeah i think anna would say something about that okay 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 oh yeah because i was watching the the translation and people and kajima actually said that Oh, uh, Sam's fluids can be weaponized because he is a returner. Uh, so that, oh. that, that's it. He actually said that. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think that maybe Sam is the only one who uh, maybe has, um, I don't know, the, the, the chiralium on his blood. Mm. Maybe yeah, that's it, why it's special. It's, it sounds like it's a mix. Then him mm-hmm. going there mm-hmm. changes his blood. So then now when he when he fights them in the real world, it's like more potent or actually potent. Yeah. Mm. So what maybe if, what if uh, to that point, Astra, What if he never dies in the game? If you go without a single void out, how does it blood? How does his blood become special? Right. We'd I think it, it happens. <laughs> I think we st- I, I think can... we start Can I go ahead? Uh yeah yeah, yeah please go ahead. I-, I think uh Sam has already died before we uh start the game. Yeah. Start yeah. the game, so okay. he'll probably have s- several handprints on his body when we start the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah that that's possible. I mean probably so I have one thing to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh so basically what I feel like is that you know uh, it it may come as a very stupid theory but uh, I have what I have seen as like so much uh, so <laughs> if you see like uh, we cannot also go and kill the mules right so uh, you just remember that particular part of the gameplay when Kojima said in the first gameplay that we will go there they'll also not try to kill us and we are also not gonna kill them because that might trigger a void out so I have a couple of things to say maybe I'm totally wrong so in this world all are infected and maybe if any because the BTs all are all around us and only when they when it rains maybe they get activated or something and so when we die it 
can create a, a void out because of some other theories as well and also that i think so that bridges are comprises of a few members plus sam okay and so they are only they have this sort of agenda to connect the world not everyone else has because if you see the preppers those are not willing to even come out of their own basement right so mm-hmm. i think it's it's the motivation of only bridges that want to connect the world and emily was one of the ones like sam who was brave enough to go there but then she was you know uh, captivated and then it was all left upon the shoulders of sam to go because i think die hard man and dead man and even you know the other members are having some sort of limitations to go there so i think it's more of a motivation or more of a physical endurability that sam has that i guess the other members do not have and i also think that it is very much similar like fragile is very much similar to sam in abilities but maybe she doesn't have that sort of ideology to connect the world this is my you know mm. understanding uh, by the way yeah. let's just remember that they want to connect the united states essentially and not the world yet mm-hmm. i mean as far oh, yeah, as we okay, see yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, so they, they're telling yes. they're telling me and you and evade and probably even anna to just mm-hmm. fuck off <laughs> we, we don't care. Oh, you don't right. care about us. Ashley is the only one safe here. Yeah. Congrats, Ashley. As long as, long as he doesn't leave the basement. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, don't have that yeah. problem. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. uh, just one thing I want to add to the peace situation. Yeah. Is that... Um, Uh, Kojima actually says that Sam pees blood yeah. that's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. probably he's very tired yeah. so yeah. I was wondering if um, and he also says that uh, uh, the blood in his pee is a very special and powerful weapon mm-hmm. so yeah. I was thinking mm-hmm. maybe if we don't uh, let him not go let some sleep enough or rest enough he'll you be blood so he will be uh he'll you generate more powerful weapons uh, so we don't I, I have don't to know. sleep okay. <laughs> that's no. necessary evil that you Do, have to go for doesn't one <laughs> do more damage against one thing versus the other like the blood mm-hmm. is against like the catchers or the catchers exactly. whatever it is um mm-hmm. yeah, there was a difference there was a difference yeah mm-hmm. uh and mm-hmm. the, the bts i think yes um, every certain excretion is targeted for certain enemies yeah right i, I know like one of the things you guys were talking about with the last podcast is the notion of getting mm-hmm. captured by the hunters the oily guys yeah um mm-hmm. That I'm wondering if we we could could actually pee to get out of that situation. <laughs> so so you just, just stand there and then 360. Get away from me! Yeah. <laughs> you can scare you and then, and then run run off. But I, I I would assume it would be like a flashbang kind of a weird situation eventually to get you out of that situation. So wondering if Sam has a flu bed uh, better. What happens if he's in the middle of a battle? He'll be right. himself. Right. And <laughs> that, what happens? That is, <laughs> that, that is what we have to see, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah looking, looking, looking at the see. monster designs, he won't really have to do much to be himself. 
<laughs> I mean, right. we'll, be all, we'll be all testing all these things in the first week we play, yes. probably. <laughs> we'll be doing only these things just to, to, to check out our, theor- our theories. Uh, <laughs> we, should, we should have a Death Stranding podcast P-out session and yeah. run location. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Um, yeah. One, one quick question to everyone. Um, mm-hmm. We saw the, um, the Fragile um, Umbrella, and I just mm-hmm. wanted to ask yeah. a quick question to all of you. Will you guys be using um, the um, the fast travel system every once in a while, or a lot, or never? Always go on foot, on bike, by what you find, or will you use it like extensively? I don't yes. want to use it. Okay. Uh, but um, but one thing I I noticed is because. Sometimes, if a game makes uh, allows you to use the fast travel anywhere, uh, sometimes you get uh, a little lazy, and you you just use fast fast travel left and right. Um, I say that because while I was playing Horizon Zero Dawn, I mm. used uh, mm. the fast travel a lot. Um, mm. And one thing that uh, I don't want to do is, is to lose the sense of travel. Uh, I, I don't know, I think that's trending is a game that you have to experience uh, in a way that um, you can feel the environment and everything mm. else. So yeah. that, that, that's a good that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point, mm-hmm. Ashler. What will you do? Uh, I think probably like eighty to seventy five percent in the game. I'll probably like switch over to yeah, probably using it. The the question mm. that I have is 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 it just a fast travel or is it like are we taking outside and like flying through the air? Because if if it's actually something that's more like we're actively doing something instead of it mm. just warping us, then I may oh. use it more because it'd be fun. Yeah. If it's inspired so, by Mary Poppins, yeah, so it, it'll be funny. Time. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> If yeah, I'm just, it's never fun to see a loading screen that would be and cool. pop up somewhere else. Yeah, that that that's cool. But yeah. I, I can see my doing it during like end game situations though. That's yeah, always happening sure. in any open world game. Or like, okay. Yeah. I don't wanna, I don't want to walk from A to B, so anyway. Mm-hmm. Um Divesh? Yeah, so actually thing is this, I do feel like that this game's Fast travel won't be like any other game's fast travel, which is just, you know, uh, picking out the point that you want to go and just in a, you know, in a second or in a brisk of time, you'll be there. I do feel like there, Kojima as a developer doesn't want us to, you know, misuse it. And then there will be some sort of penalty or either it will be so much unaffordable as a player to us, you know, for us to go from A to B without traversing the region. So I think these will help like you know make us feel care about it and only use this sort of fast travel only when needed and not just abuse this system because what's the point of creating this world if we have this sort of you know flexibility to go and as per our ease use this particular system so i think there is some sort of penalty or it would be costing us a lot of in-game currency or whatever you know thing is Mm. there and it won't be encouraged by the game developer as well Hmm. So, okay. 
Interesting. Uh, Ashler. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the penalty kind of notion is maybe we actually, if it does teleport us, maybe we have to go through a situation first. So it, we go through a level or a puzzle, and we have to sneak, fight, oh. so that before yeah. we get there. Okay. So you it's like earn it. a, a risk-reward. Yeah, yeah mini-game of some sort. Mm -hmm. nice. Which uh -huh. would be fun. Or Which maybe the... Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Naveda, will we be using the... Uh, the to be honest, may, as, as, as Ashler said, maybe in the end game where I, where I know my... my Sam is leveled up enough that I don't fully, you know, I can... I can afford to go back, uh, you know, just fast travel. Especially if there's something... Imagine if you're, like, all the way to the other side and if every every safe room is um, customized a certain way and if there's something that I need to get from the very first safe room or something mm. like that then I, or something that's close to that area I might use that but in, I don't think I would be using any of that before like 70 to 80% completion of the game mm. I think at the very end maybe once I feel like okay my character is strong enough and I don't really need a lot of other stuff when you're to nice. do that Okay, I um, have a question. Yeah. Um, so it's a very out of the topic question. Um, okay. So thing is this: Have you guys ever imagined what this game would look like in the night time? Because in this particular world, we do not have any lights or lamppost, as far as what we've seen. So it was just I was curious about it. Like, what sort of illumination illumination system we would be having in the complete dark dead zone of the day? It's the moon. Well, well, I think, <laughs> I think, I think it's the, the moon, but but still, the third I don't know because was, uh, yeah. was at night, right? Oh yeah, yeah, it was. It has a, it had a couple of, you know. Uh, I mean, there was. Seconds. We had a car yeah. with the with the with, with the lights on, and so we had some illumination. But yeah, yeah, a um, lot, lot of that looks like dark, overcast, though. The only w one exactly, that's really yeah. dark yeah. is mm -hmm. is when uh, what is it? Release Cliff comes, comes exactly. out of the yeah. the, the pool. When that's, five and catches them on fire. That's, that's the, the only, only night time. That, yeah, that's the only time that's yeah. dark, dark. So yeah, mm -hmm. I think he's hiding something that he is. Doesn't want us to show. Yeah. I think I think at night time, as me and this Ashford game is kind of discussed, uh, that the 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 world of the dead is right in above us. So I think at night time, when it goes dark, we can see the upside down world on top of us. I think that's what he's hiding. It, the sky is going to be very, very different from the daytime. Mm. At daytime, it's very cloudy, because of course mm. BTs there, you know, they're all, almost almost every time they're there. But I think the nighttime, there's a reason he is hiding the nighttime, because we're going to be really surprised when the first time we see nighttime. I'm like, okay, what the hell is uh, happening? I guess it will be very yeah. dark anyway, because if it will be cloudy as during the day, you will have no moon, no stars. So when you're out, out in the wild, it will be like pitch yeah. black. Even in Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn, the sky is, its there's no lights or anything, but it's, it, you could see the Milky Way, you could see all these stars. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. That's what illuminates the whole world. I think that's what exactly what he's going to use for that, if there is nothing. Mm. Plus, plus I think Horizon's here. world was too much colorful. I, I do feel like it. So I don't, I don't see this much sort of color density uh, I hope so. I'm wrong, or I, I don't know whether I'm wrong or right. But Horizon seemed a bit colorful game to me as compared to Death Stranding does. So yeah, it was, it was, mm. it was a different kind of apocalypse. It was a, a yeah. na nature taking over. 
And yeah, yeah. So that automatically made it very uh, colorful, you know, the flowers and everything. But with the yeah. vault of that stranding, it is every living thing yeah. is gone. Yeah, it's it's a very mm. that's why, and it's the moss that survives it. It's the cryptobiotes, the things right, that cannot right. survive anything. And I won't be surprised if we see another character from PT make an appearance in the game, which are cockroaches, because <laughs> yeah. these <laughs> these mm. things can survive anything. Yeah, yeah. they can survive anything. Yeah, the cryptobiotes are very interesting. Mm-hmm. Are you guys yeah. familiar with? They're kind of related to the I am. bears. I yeah. am. Yeah, the bears. Yeah, yeah. tardigrades. Because I, I believe something that I haven't really seen people talk about is the notion that they actually, uh, what is it, crystallize their protein? Mm-hmm. Mm, yes, yes, I had it And I, yeah. I felt like that's maybe how Sam would survive, but it's not seeming that way. So mm-hmm. I thought he was going to be like a giant okay. tardigrade. Or Did you guys tardigrade. notice <laughs> the collateral crystals that pop up? Uh huh. They're in the shape of. The chiral crystals, the crystals that we pick up. For, uh, in, uh-huh. I'm sorry, I'm going okay. to the first game. Hand flowers. Yeah, they are hand flowers. Mm-hmm. All of them are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They actually grow on the other side. Kojima yeah. mentioned about yeah. it. They grow on, on the other, other side. side. But yeah, it's they're yeah. all hand hand figures. I don't know why. What's the uh-huh. what's the you know the specific hand reason? Of them being, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck! I cannot yeah. wait to play this game. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I think I think we'll um, we won't be able to finish all the clip this time because um, as as I mentioned to you guys, I got work tomorrow morning very early, mm-hmm. and uh, right. yeah, it's always it's already yeah. a miracle I made it to to record this episode after last night. <laughs> but right. let's not divert. Uh, um, mm-hmm. The last thing I wanted to talk to you about, uh, I wanted to have your opinion on, is mm-hmm. that scene with the BB um, and Max. That, I, I I mean no no uh, the the scene with the BB the, Night, nightmare, the nightmare the nightmare okay sometimes. yeah um, Kojima mentioned that uh, well first of all I would like to ask each one of you what did you think about that nightmare what did you think it meant and um, and second of all uh, Kojima said that he uh, that Sam will have more nightmares like this one and hmm. so the question the second question from from me to you is what all the nightmares will we see? A PT. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Let's go with Anna. <laughs> uh, I thought that the scene is absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's mm. uh, yes. very uh, unpredictable. And yeah, I, uh, I really, really love it. <laughs> so, I think we talked about it on the, the last podcast. Yeah, we uh, mentioned it, yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. I really liked it, and uh, um, I'm really looking forward to see what else we uh, we have in stock. Uh, something similar. Uh, mm-hmm. So basically, that that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ashler, what did you think about that? Oh, oh sorry, man. sorry. Uh, before you go, um, Anna, what other mm-hmm. nightmares do you think we'll see? Mm, I have no idea. Mm. Um, I, I think we, it will be interesting if Sam is in the wild and if he's too sleepy, he starts to see or having, you know, uh, he falls asleep without 
realizing and uh, we see um, the environment changing or BT coming out of nowhere or some uh, someone who some uh, didn't expect to see came out of nowhere uh, mm. I'm expecting things really integrated and really organic okay. so we want well, we won't uh, notice exactly what uh, if we are in a nightmare or not. Mm. Uh, so that that well, that's interesting. What I'm speaking, basically. Yeah, interesting. Ashler, what's your take on this? Okay, I, I I'm really excited about this. Uh, this is what I wanted more, kind of in uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. It's like oh, yeah. I was yeah. expecting to have this kind of stuff in it, and I'm glad that he's mm-hmm. gonna hopefully do it in this. Uh, the what could happen is meta stuff, like you know the um, uh, Hideo video kind of weird crap, where mm-hmm. all yeah. our systems turn mm-hmm. off, uh, our save files are deleted. Uh, BTs, BTs are are there, but not there. Uh, our you know our tingling stuff goes off when when it shouldn't. You know, just mm-hmm. random, just crap that just puts us on edge, where mm-hmm. we don't know what's up and what's down anymore. Which would be yeah. so cool. Damn. Oh, that's really really cool. Control like yeah. stuff. Have you guys well, played yeah. Control? Not yet. I, I think I'm wait, waiting for them to fix the. The lag, yeah, it's yeah, not, it's not there yet. I'm playing on the PS4 Pro and it's going very smooth now. Yeah, I don't know yeah. about the other consoles though. Um, not there yet. But yeah, cool. Um, I mean, other than get you on edge, I think Kojima will keep us on edge all the time <laughs> with this yeah. kind of stuff and and the BTs and all those things. Um, Dibesh, what's your take on, on this? The edge of the crater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so um, as Ashler mentioned, I basically I was going to sort of, you know, mention the same thing that he might be, you know, trying to get all of his fuckery when these sequences of, uh, you know, nightmares come up and like not going to the extent of deleting your files. I, I think that would go to an extreme level. Uh, but <laughs> yes, maybe, uh, you know, dimming your screen or like switching off your controller or even that sensor that sam has on his back might you know come off or it might fall down or anything could happen out of the blues because i didn't expect this thing to happen ever i didn't even imagine that this thing could ever happen in a game to be very honest second thing um kojima mentioned this thing that the the dream catcher uh, could be you know able to prevent you from getting the nightmares and then there's another thing he showed us as an attachment that would, you know, lower the chances of raining. So I wouldn't yeah, want to go for the dream catcher if that lessens the chances of getting us the nightmares. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, same. De equip. Yeah. I want to see these. <laughs> yeah, I mean, absolutely. yeah. Um, Navid, what's your take on this? Well, firstly, I would like to mention the host's face when that happened. It was the funniest thing ever because <laughs> she's just sitting there and and she's probably thinking why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> you know, her, her reaction right. was she's just sitting there. I'm like, uh, and Kojima is and, and Kojima is like, you don't really. 
give a reaction and she's like oh it just happened so fast i'm like you don't know because you yeah she was thinking probably uh i should have accepted the, accepted that job at nintendo exactly <laughs> I'm like, why am i doing this to myself but yeah <laughs> i think it was it was just that part had kojima written all over it it was just yeah. beautiful to me there was some, like they should have recorded my reaction right and, i wish uh, we could see all of our faces just yeah yeah no it was insane oh. and uh you can see and my the face you... <laughs> right. it's a youtube video i did a live oh. stream <laughs> awesome i'll definitely look into it but yeah i think this is something i'm i'm kind of curious if this is just gonna happen within safe rooms which i don't want them to happen i would love for something like like when you get tired you go to rest up you have your slap your nap and you wake up and you don't really see yeah. uh, like a transition or anything you wake up and you're walking and the world turns upside down and the game is now a samurai game and we're like what yeah. the fuck is happening what is happening all, all of metal gear solid 3 yeah exactly yeah. exactly Damn, i would love that and metal yeah. gear solid 4 as well where snake falls asleep in the helicopter and he's playing mgs1 yeah 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 oh, yeah um, right you're right yeah i remember that so, something like that but what i would love personally is we fall asleep and suddenly we have a blinking and we see a floor where two cockroaches are making out and a door opens oh, fuck. <laughs> and that won't happen on the we- <laughs> and we play PT all over again, solve the mystery. I, but, I would like him to tease, at, like poke at that. I think he will. It'll. I think he will do something. It will won't be exactly PT, but it'll be so familiar, no, just, so j- similar. Just to make fun of it. Just to make fun exactly. of it. Exactly. He will. He will. Um, I hope mm-hmm. he does. I hope and, he does. Uh, and other than that, I think yeah, just just that fuckery like that, you know, just just mind fuckery. You just play with our mind, and yeah. as well, as the way said, I'm not equipping that uh, dream catcher if that's what's gonna do. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, um, I I I think Navid, it's you that said uh, that probably this kind of nightmares will happen outside of our safe zone, safe zone. but. Mm-hmm. That's what they have really, to happen. Yeah, I mean that's really unsettling. It it's supposed to be the safe zone. The, the safe zone should, should be safe. <laughs> so, you, you you don't expect that to happen there of all places. Mm. Yeah, and that's where exactly we showed showed it happening the first yeah, time. So I think that's that's the fun of it. You think you're safe, mm-hmm. but you're not really. Or yeah, maybe he's maybe. looking at um. You know, you think you're safe with having yourself, a nap. but yeah. you are not safe with yourself, you know. You are not safe in your own mind, you know. Yeah. Imagine the game turning into a PS1 game and it's like yeah. 8-bit mm. graphics, 16-bit oh, graphics. Oh, could that just would be awesome. Yes, please. <laughs> they could also use this as the connection thing to other games, too. Mm-hmm. Like how he's, mm. you know, so we're, we start playing another game, like... Control or Horizon or whatever for a second. Mm -hmm. Horizon did have some some Death Stranding stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. It had collectibles. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think I I won't be surprised if if we'll see character Easter eggs from different games like Max Payne or Control or Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, Yeah, why not? Because uh, Sakurai visited the Kojima production, you know, mm-hmm. 
office yeah. and maybe we can see anything. Um, maybe we will see Sam in Smash Bros. I hope so. In Smash, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and throw the baby as a special move. Oh my god. I'm, 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 just, I'm just curious to know, you know, how every different secretion is for different kind of enemies. I'm just wondering what the sperm and eggs are gonna be for. Mm. <laughs> who are you, who are well, you gonna kill with them? Johnny... <laughs> um, Johnny, Johnny mentioned I probably cloning. Because, yeah. um, no, no, yeah. I, I'm, no, but that's when he it, it, it's a cargo. What I'm talking about is Sam's excretions. Mm. Mm. <laughs> they, they should still be able to be used as weapons. Is, is, is the, That'll be interesting. Yeah. And I'm knowing Kojima, he'll definitely use that as a. He, as a he doesn't have eggs, though. He would only have the. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. That would, that would be fragile. No, we, we saw a scene where Fragile <laughs> is in the safe room, so can't really yeah. say. <laughs> that, that, that's gonna be the weapon throwing her over. And <laughs> talk sperm and eggs combination. Thing. Yeah. Oh, so I think God. sperm. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah, so actually what I do feel like is because again I'm going too much philosophically but maybe it could be true that sperm and eggs when they combine they signify some sort of birth of a new life, right? And mm -hmm. maybe I don't know what this guy is thinking, but maybe due to this, uh, you know, methodology or th like thinking, he could be creating a weapon against the dead, maybe. Or mm -hmm. we could be creating some sort of clones of ours. Mm. We can only imagine, yeah, at the end yeah, of the day. I, I thought about the clones because, you know, Sam being oh, okay. special, they mm -hmm. don't want to risk losing him. So they yeah. want to they wanna have an insurance oh. somehow. But, yeah. yeah. I just said had a bad... A bad thought right there with biological oh. weapons and baby bombs. So it's like, oh dear, no, no. <laughs> baby bombs. Man. Baby bomb. The BB, oh, got the a real gun. meaning of the BB. Right? The, the, the BB launcher? Oh, <laughs> launcher. No. God, you gotta like load it up on your shoulder and then yeah. fire a baby. Yeah. <laughs> which, which I, as an allegory, kind of is interesting just this notion of like you know the price of a weapon if the weapon is a life itself mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so mm. to which... be honest in the world of that stranding they are actually using bbs or babies as just a weapon or things equipment. To... Equipment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah equipment so it's basically the same yeah. thing it's mm -hmm. just long term mm -hmm. so it's not a like turn off the bandit kind of thing but mm -hmm. and then make this shit as dark as fuck yeah, I mean, morally, on a purely moral level, the the, the 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 line has already been crossed because you're using a living human being as yeah. something that is not considered a person, another person, mm, yeah. with, right, with, right, with right. another life, you know. You, you know what? I just had this insight while you guys were talking. Uh, mm. Maybe if Sam's carrying. If Sam is a clone of himself, maybe Sam is being used just like he's being used, like they use BBs. <laughs> and maybe oh. I, now that you talked about it, I strongly <laughs> feel like um, maybe this would explain uh, that theory that. Uh, Sam is actually the first BB 
Oh, yeah. uh, maybe maybe the flashbacks with Mads are his own. Yes, exactly. Mm. Yeah. And one thing that, that caught I want this to happen. That yeah. Mads says that we'll drink wine when you grow older. Mm. So, mm. And Ma and Mads doesn't age. If he was the first, but he's like Emily. And, and by the way, he expects he expects the baby to grow older. Grow up, yeah, uh, yes, and yeah, faster yeah. than him, yeah. so that he can drink the wine with him. And uh, coming on the other part, uh, it is not expected of these babies, you know, to survive more than a year. So I think, mm -hmm. again, it is coming around the circles that yes, Sam was the first baby that uh, Max right. handled. Fuck man, mm -hmm. yeah. Cliff could have found a way. Mm -hmm. I think they oh, are yeah. hiding from Sam that he is actually the other BBs too. Can you imagine this? Because um, if Sam's the first BB, if the all of BBs could grow up, Sam mm -hmm. would realize that they are clones of him. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what all the players yeah. are saying that's friending. Wow. Wow, guys. This went wow. Yeah, I know. I know. This, this went up to the stars again. Five minutes. Because <laughs> always remember this thing that every explanation in this game would have a scientific reason behind it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. be it the yeah. other members that that other Sams that are walking around this world, or maybe even the Sams that are helping you around in the boss battles. So mm -hmm. I'm pretty much sure nothing is out of the blues or out of the magic or out of the yeah, fantasy mm -hmm. world that, that has, has been taken to the yeah. game. Everything so, has a reason mm -hmm. behind. Mm -hmm. There'll be some pseudoscience to it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like in MGS all the time. I, I do have That's a question awesome. for you guys, real quick. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. The bed looks like it folds up. Do you think there's anything underneath it? Has to, <laughs> I guess. Probably yeah. you can uh, just fold it up to have more room. Um, more room. Yeah. Po mm -hmm. Posters. There's something like <laughs> bed rolls. Or I, some I, rolls on the bottom I have a question. Too. I was going to say guys. something really bad, but yeah. Um, I have a question. Uh, yeah. Is is it confirmed that this game will have music sharing? See, that's what I'm curious about. Is it just the in-game music that we can play, or is, can we upload our own songs? Uh, or maybe Spotify playlist. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. in the Phantom Pain, someone expected that too, but uh, but didn't happen. Yeah. In the end, yeah, yeah. because yeah, they I have to that... make. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Mm. Yeah, copywriting. Yeah, yeah that's the copyright what? issue. Yeah. And we already know that there will be songs that will be made uh, for the game. So mm -hmm. I, yeah. I expect that those those soundtracks that we will receive with Timefall, mm -hmm. that is the is the official soundtrack. The soundtrack we will have, mm -hmm. we will receive is uh, mm -hmm. the, those will be the songs that we will be able to play it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's what I think too. Unfortunately, yeah. as much yeah, well, as but I guess um, like in in MGS Five, yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I guess there will be some sort of Spotify playlist linkage with this game because this game is first party, and although they may be showing their licensed songs in the promotional material, but I I have this intuition that maybe we'll be able to at least link our Spotify playlist for this game. Maybe yeah, I, I hope so. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. Okay. we'll be that, cool. that, that would, we'll be listening to a lot of Pakistani songs in my safe room. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. I'll be looking for the Punjabi songs. <laughs> I know the PlayStation Five is supposed to have the ability to just play songs over, over, on top of games. That's supposed well, to be. That's also on the PS4 actually. If you PS4 as well does this. 
Mm -hmm. It yeah, automatically mutes the music from the game. Yeah, and, and then it the inserts sound. just this sound. And inserts uh, uh -huh. different sounds. Inserts the Spotify yeah. music, yeah. Do you hear your in-game sound too? Yeah. Yes, okay, we do. Okay, cool. Wow. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> Good job, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Step uh, ahead. I don't listen but... to music enough to, to know this, I guess. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. Um, I don't either. Usually, just just a couple of games like Rocket League. I use the. Uh, I put on the Spotify music and listen to the mm -hmm. sounds in game. Same yeah. with FIFA for me. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, those kind of sports games when you don't have to follow a story and there's not a well, a, mm -hmm. a, a, a peculiar soundtrack to listen to. So, you can do that. So if you can do that, then you could just be sharing links then, and it could still work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you basically. Up, if, yeah. yeah. So if you just. Yeah, yeah, if that both people totally have Spotify, yeah. Both people have it, and just, hey, here's a link to the thing, and it's outsourced instead of inside the game, so then you can get away with it. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. More connections, guys. Yeah. <laughs> no. And what all do you guys think, you know, the the, the hot springs, right? Mm. He said there's going to yeah. be different kinds of hot springs. Having to... different characteristics, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. what all things do you think um, you guys think he can I touch think, on? I think I think we'll have to leave it for next time, actually, because. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. that's yeah a cool so, I'm sorry, guys, but it's no, no. it's getting very late and yeah. Yeah. absolutely. <laughs> so um, we want to um, talk about the hot springs, the figures. The yeah, we, we got to talk about a lot of stuff <laughs> next time. We no, no, um, have to talk about Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> so be sure to come back, guys. Absolutely. Um, I don't know if I'll be the host of if, of if Albert will be back. He'll let me. He'll let me know. Anyway, right. so we'll see. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for uh, for this. And, thank you uh, for having us. It's been again. fun, mm -hmm. and you've been great. Awesome. I mean, it was hard to do this in five people, but we managed to do that. Yep. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, um, thank you, of course, to our listeners who always follow us. And um, yeah, we, we I, I'd like to remind the listeners actually that um, Albert launched a a contest on the mm -hmm. Instagram page. He said that the first person to review the show uh, will have his comment read out loud by me or Albert if he's back next week. So mm -hmm. yeah, guys, mm -hmm. leave a review because yes. you help us grow, connect uh, with us. Yes, connect with us. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you, thank you to our listeners for staying with us this long. And uh, yeah, we hope to hear from you next week. Um, everyone, yeah. remember the game has already begun. Good night. Yeah, all right. Two, one, two, three, go. Happy birthday to you. Oh, you guys. Happy birthday to you.
Thank you guys. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>